Strive Coaching Studio, guiding business leaders to meet the highest version of themselves. And now, here's Michelle, certified coach and founder of Strive Coaching Studio. Hello and welcome everyone. I'm very excited to be here today to finally talk to you all in podcast style from the new studio. Thanks to many of my loyal followers out there, truly from the bottom of my heart, and thank you to my new future followers as well. I'm so happy you're listening, and I'm looking forward to sharing time together for a very, very long time in the future. So I've had many questions surrounding the Strive Coaching Studio start. What is it? Who am I? Why am I doing this? What was I doing before? Why did I decide to change? So I thought I'd answer some of those questions today while also using it as a perfect opportunity to focus on a great topic, what it means and what it takes to make changes and new decisions in life. And hey, I found these tips can be easily applied to so many things in life, personal relationships, as well as to professional goals or direction changes of any size, apply them as you see fit for you. I'll open by telling you that I recently left my company after having founded it over 13 years ago. The company started from practically nothing in the middle of the recession in 2007 with just two total employees, myself and one other person. There were downs and there were ups and there were more downs and ups, for sure. But regardless, over those years, we grew, we were successful, we were profitable. We had an amazing team and a great reputation for our amazing culture in the community. And we loved what we did. Within a short time, my husband became an integral part of the company as well. And we grew the company to over 50 employees with annual revenues of over $85 million. We decided to evaluate our long-term goals to grow the company to the point we were capable. And long story short, we were sought after and pursued, and we were ultimately acquired by the largest publicly traded company in our industry, who also happened to love our team, our culture, and everything we had built. And the rest is history the best outcome we could have ever hoped to accomplish. I continued to work for the company for two years following and absolutely loved everything about it. I look forward to sharing more with you about what we did and how we did it, but I'm gonna save that for another time. Like many of you, I've made many big decisions and changes in my life and the successful ones were not made quickly or rashly. The successful ones didn't come from a place of urgency or need. None of them were without extensive thought and consideration of all the possibilities, weighing them fairly and of the needs of myself and the others involved, as well as the planning that's necessary to do it properly. And this big decision was no different. So here's why, because important point number one is that the best decisions we'll ever make will be the ones that we make from thoughtfulness, from taking our time and from care for ourselves and for the others involved. If we feel the need to run from something, run toward something, or escape a situation based on how we feel or think we will feel differently, we're fooling ourselves, likely telling lies to ourselves, and that will always catch up with us. Situations, people, jobs, and meetings don't cause our emotions. Our thoughts about them do. This means that when we run from this or to that, that our emotions will go with us too. So make your decisions slowly. Use your power to adjust your thoughts and emotions first. And once you have them in check, then make choices and decisions from there. Now, having said that, there's no need to pain yourself over them either. 
Delaying making decisions can easily turn into an excuse not to make a decision. Ask yourself why you aren't making it and answer that honestly. You know that saying, no decision is a decision. So don't fool yourself. Give yourself a deadline for when you're willing to make it, honor the deadline, and then act on it and carry it out. Put it on your calendar if you must. Even if you're choosing not to make it until much later, log it, move on, and don't revisit it again until that time. All of my most successful decisions came from my priorities, my truth, my authentic quest for growth, learning, improving, and evolving. I take the time to know what I want to accomplish and why. Creating goals and plans to pursue and fulfill those goals, I've done it since I was a child for as long as I can remember. It's a gift I give myself. It creates a connection between my heart and my brain. When I take the time for this, it feels like a spark and a fire inside of me that won't and just can't be extinguished. When I'm not in touch with that, I lose focus and inspiration for my path. So point number two for you is this. Get back in touch with that part of you. Have you paid attention to that part of you in a while? Listen to yourself. Ask yourself hard questions. What is your idea? What is your goal? Why do you want it? Do you like your answers? Do you tell yourself that you can or do you talk yourself out of it with all the reasons that you can't? And why? Do you like your reasons? Your lovely brain will work and it wants to go to work for you toward your goal your dream, and your brilliant ideas. So point it in the right direction and let it go to work for you. Listen to what you know in yourself to be true and right for you. Ask yourself this question. If you knew that either answer would be right and you could be happy with either decision, which one would you choose? That's how you know. When my husband and I made the decision to grow, I knew then, we both did, that change was required. We couldn't become what we had never been without thinking things we had never thought. We couldn't be bigger without creating bigger, without processes and systems that were bigger, without supporting it all in a bigger way, without changing bigger and without failing bigger to get there. Throwing away an old outdated process, old ways of doing things or old beliefs to get it done is a necessary part of the growth. So point three is this. Become what it takes to be the future self you want to be. Be willing to change for it. Be willing to let go of what no longer serves you toward your future path. You can appreciate it, honor it, be grateful for all it brought you, and still say goodbye to it. That's what it takes to evolve. At that time, I knew that I was ready to grow myself in some way, but hadn't defined it exactly. I just knew that I had a passion to take on new things than the job that I had been doing for much of my adult professional life, which was running and overseeing the operations of the company. In the years that it took for us to work toward our goals, my instinct was to develop and build the strongest team I could. I developed great managers, great training, operational improvements from a team effort, culture building, effective communication, and true skill development of each person I touched in an effort to build them toward whomever they wanted to become. I helped them overcome their obstacles, meet their goals, and improve in the areas that challenged them. It became and will always be one of the most rewarding times of my life. So number four, plan for the future. Recognize who needs you and what they need from you. Give both them and yourself the gifts that you have to offer. 
Caring for the others involved through the decision-making process helps clarify the decision-making itself and works toward either decision that you make. So either I would have had an amazingly talented staff that I continued to lead, or I would have an amazingly talented staff that takes over for me following my departure. Neither decision is wrong and nobody can lose either way. Once I knew it was time, I had already thought long and hard about it and saw it all moving in that direction. All the pieces were just lining right up. I had evaluated really carefully. I was very clear. I processed the emotions of the idea to test myself. Like, how will I feel when, our, when you know, they're making big decisions without me? How will it feel to see them succeeding without me in charge? And on and on and on. And in most of those scenarios, I felt nothing but pride. Knowing that I had done so much, knowing I had such fantastic people who brought so much to what they do and love each day gave me such a peace and a calm. That all that preparation allowed for it to become a reality. So this is point number five. Imagine yourself making the decision. Feel the way you will feel and then begin experiencing what it will be like in advance. Take that time and the space to allow for the adjustment of the changes you're considering. I mean, really honor it. And it's okay to grieve and be sad about that past because it deserves that. Nothing wrong with that. So my decision-making process had always been a frequently discussed topic with my husband, and he's also my business partner. Um, he's extremely logical and brings so much value to our company and our partnership. So I always listen to his feedback. It's so great. He always brings up excellent points that I had not even thought about. I do weigh them very carefully, and he always has our best interests in mind, so I consider it really very seriously. I value his opinion as my husband, and I value his opinion as my business partner. So I listen, I consider, I've actually adjusted my thoughts as a result of that, and when I knew it was time to make the change and make the decision, he supported the decision fully because he is definitely one of my best fans. So number six is to trust. It's okay to listen when others who care about you and know you have opinions and feedback, and it's okay to be open to hearing them and considering them. I have a handful of my best go-to supporters who I will tell what I'm planning, and I know they're going to give me the real deal back and ask me the hard questions to challenge me and still support me. It's okay to allow them to shape your ideas and influence your thoughts. They know you and they love you and they just want to help you be your best. And a word of caution, sometimes some people with opinions may also have a vested interest in having you not change, particularly if they can see how it will impact them or if it will change them or your dynamic or your relationship. So certainly weigh that as well when you're listening. And while I know I didn't need to justify or explain my reasons and decisions to anyone, I chose to explain them to those who I care most about and who were affected most by them. There were many reasons. It was time within our company's team. They were all so well prepared to evolve to the next level. And it was time for us at home personally. But most importantly, it was time for me to move forward and toward what was waiting for me next. So point number seven is choose to make your decisions because we all get to make choices each and every day about what we want to choose for our lives, our paths and our involvement to the next level. 
time is our most valuable commodity. And my hope for all of us is to spend it pursuing and creating whatever life it is that we wanna have. Most people though, will be very confused by your decisions. Why when you're happy, nothing is wrong and nothing's are, things are going great, would you change it? Why would you end it? Why would you walk away from great things like salary and people and benefits and stocks and pensions and whatever it is that's so wonderful? What would make you make such a crazy or risky or confusing decision? Was the reason true? Maybe there's more to the story that you're not sharing. All of those thoughts will bounce around and that is okay because none of those things need to be the case. In fact, leaving and ending and changing anything from a place of confidence, from strength, calmly with thoughtfulness and respect and care just honors it and each of the people involved in it. My love for that company and the people within it is, is strong or stronger now than it has ever been. It's complete and it's whole. And I can make that decision to leave from the best possible place. So number eight, when we decide from a place of respect, we honor all that it was and all that it can still be without regret. We get to take that with us to our next place, into the involvement of ourselves, into the next thing. So nice to know that we can bring those emotions into it with us because anyone who knows what it's like to change or forge a new path knows that it isn't easy. And you're going to need all of those positive emotions available to you. So in summary, when making big decisions or changes, number one, don't be afraid to make them, but don't rush and don't run. Urgency, need, and emotions are never a reason to make a decision. Number two, listen to yourself. Ask the hard questions. Answer honestly and like your reasons. Don't make up reasons to justify your decisions in your own mind. Own them as yours in line with your values and your priorities so you'll be proud of them. Your litmus test, if either choice will make you happy, which one would you choose? Number three, be willing to change to grow. You can't get somewhere you've never been driving on the same roads you've always driven. I do love driving and map analogies. They come in handy. Number four, plan for the care for the others involved through the decision-making process. This serves both the decision-making and the ultimate decision in the end either way, so you can't go wrong. Give it your best and show up with all that you have to offer. Number five, imagine it ahead of time and give it proper space. Change brings many experiences with it and that is okay. The more you mentally take yourself there ahead of time, the more clarity you can have. And number six, it's okay to listen to other opinions and allow them to shape your decisions. Number seven, choose the life you want because you want it. That's the only reason you need and it requires no explanation, defense, or justification to anyone else. Choose it because you can, we all can. And lastly, number eight, decision making that comes from your best self means you get to bring your best self with you and it honors the past and the relationships you had in it. It prevents regrets. It also paves the way of the future paths ahead for you, whichever path you choose and whichever decision you make. So give yourself the gift of imagining the life you want and pursuing your goals. 
whether you're deciding whether to take a new position, make a big move, buy something new, take a big risk, or change or end something you love. Whatever it may be, find it in you and begin this process to see. Now my days include making my family a big priority through these COVID times and for the next two years before both our boys are gone to college. I also get to renew my relationship with my husband by mostly being a marital partnership as a priority versus our business partnership being a major focus. I also get to pursue my true desire and passion, and that is supporting and helping others see their greatest potential. Helping you figure out for yourself what your best path can be and when the best time is to pursue it. I can help you bring your ideas and your goals to a path that is real, whatever they are. That's my purpose. That's my mission. The goals and ideas I've set forth in this company are completely aligned with this in mind, and I can't wait to continue to share more with you about it as it all unfolds. Thank you again for listening, for your support, and I'll see you next time. Are you ready for more and to take your business to the next level? Visit us on strivecoachingstudio.com to sign up for more.